Welcome back, everyone, once again to the Changing Tabletop bonus content. This is our post-game discussion for Independent, our Dread game. So, um, Sophie, what did you think of Dread? You've never played the game before. Okay, listen. The, the concept of using a Jenga tower as the, the inevitable building blocks, literally, for the downfall of our party is wild. This was so much fun, but also, like, really anxiety-provoking. I, I don't think role-playing games are meant to be very mm-hmm. horror-y, you know? Yeah. Like, but this really added a level so, of suspense. Unfortunately, I think we all maybe might be too good at Jenga. I, I'm shocked how good we big, all are at Jenga. A big part of me wanted to lose way earlier. Like, just anybody, but nobody did. And we... we we're so good, we ran up against the move limit available to us. That was one move from a perfect game of Jenga? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, was, it was technically three, because if three, we got, we if we got the one, more. then we mm-hmm. would have had two more moves. And admittedly, there are different iterations of the tower we could have done, um, but we almost completed the game without a, a KO. I I just... We, we are so unbelievably good at Jenga. I am very surprised. I didn't think I was that good. Can we just all pat each other? You know, one more time. Everybody. They're actually patting each other on the back. Um, but I think that, uh, us running up against it like that, it didn't limit the suspense, but from, from the Mm -hmm, point where mm -hmm. we were like halfway into the, the whole story, we were on edge for like an hour. Yeah. Like that's, Amazing. Also, the transition from uh, cooperative exactly. to competitive. Oh yeah, uh, especially. It also it happened right around the time my character learned your character was a filthy betraying monster. <laughs> so when do you remember that Mark and I were sitting yeah. in the living room? Oh, I saw you guys conniving. Yeah, and you're like, "Are you being naughty?" I knew. No, I said. I glared at you. And you're like, can you hear me? And. I was like, no, but I can tell you're being naughty. <laughs> Timmy asked, are you okay with being the betrayer? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I set Mark's character up mm-hmm. to fail. Mark was supposed to be the one to go down. But he didn't. But he didn't because no. he played masterfully. And he was really good at Jenga. And hey, I only made like five or six pulls. I made everyone else do things for me. Which was so in character. That yeah. was so in character. I was, I own a company and I, like, everyone else is just beneath me and it's not my problem. And you not, stole your way to get there. I stole my way to get Not where only I was. that, but when we were all cooperative and we're sitting there like, Okay, well, we don't want Mark to pull because he'll f- just ruin the tower, right? And we, we made sure you didn't pull for that reason, but that's because we were being cooperative, and you're like, yeah, I'll just I'll just let you guys do your thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it was really interesting as well, because in my other, like, D&D things, especially Rose and TCT, it's hard for me, Chloe, not to take a real active leadership role, because I want to get things done, and I want to save the day and stuff, but I played uh, Bella... I tried very hard to play her as a passive kind of second guessing character who who never who didn't try and put plans forward. I gave ideas, but I didn't ever want to put plans forward. So, um, similarly, in uh, every tabletop game I play, I usually play a very like uh, one 
for all, all for one. Like mm-hmm. you really have to stick together. Friendship, uh, favorite people, like that kind of yeah. thing. Um, and it was really nice to be a very direct character who just makes calls, makes decisions, and throw Faye under the bus. Yeah, exactly. And I'm really glad that um, I could do that because uh, Chloe's right. Like every time she plays a character, she always winds up in the leadership role. She doesn't even mean to. Um, so one part of dread, and I don't. For those of you who aren't familiar, um. The scenario is written by the host, the Game Master, and everyone is provided a questionnaire. And nobody's questionnaire is the same. I handcrafted these with leading questions to guide the players to create a character to fill a role that I wanted filled. Oh yeah, I can totally tell mine were directed me to be mm-hmm, the leader. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, oh, really? That's fine. Oh, absolutely. So, how did... I don't think that I, I really put my character in the role you wanted them to fill. You were the muscle. I did do that. I, I, I did leverage my character's strength. Your athleticism. The archetypes muscle. were the brain. Okay. Ooh. The muscle. Uh, the sissy. <laughs> <laughs> and the professional. <laughs> That's cute. I had okay. a suit. I had a onesie suit. But did anyone uh, put anything on their sheet that didn't get to be explored throughout the game? Um, let's see. Nothing uh, important. Oh, yeah, I had a one that never got to be brought up. Um, it was why did your character used to support the dependent program? And mine was, I wrote because my best friend uh, had a dependent, and they seemed so happy and sweet. Hmm. But I never really got an in to talk about that. But uh, it's interesting. Also, my character dropped out of school because they were being sexually harassed, which I kind of tried to play into their discomfort with being, like, nude and everything. Mm. And, like, I don't know how well that came across, but I tried. I got it. Um, so... Wait, well, any, anything else? So, um... The... I did... I actually was a CEO. I had a company. I stole an idea from someone else, and I made all my money. That way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, uh, I loved that Chloe's character was very passive because before we even started, uh, one of my questions was, which of the characters were you in a relationship with? And I said, Bella was one of my part-time employees. And the next question is, why did you send them to get regressed? And it was because, uh, you wanted better pay. And so I got rid of you. Yikes. <laughs> So the relationship that developed after the the memories came back was perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, and she did go from being a little like passive, kind of like what the facility did to her, to being like, "I'm going to throw this person on the bus." And after that moment, I spent every time I could trying to find a good way to both throw you under the bus and not inhibit the others. Um, but you couldn't keep me I down. Couldn't keep you down. I'm too stocky. <laughs> See, there were times like. Uh, I wanted to maybe push you out of the elevator um, when we were on the lab, but that would have let all the people know that we were on the elevator. It would have been my own undoing, and mm. there was not that many safe places for me to do any of that. I got to explore pretty much all of my character. One thing, one of my questions was how good am I with like being like dirty mm-hmm. versus like being cleanly, 
and because I have like a very like mechanical background, I'm totally fine with it. So like a lot of the times when people would be like, uh, oh, I'm I'm messy. She's uh, like, I don't care. Like, come on, let's get going. Like, yeah. she she didn't care, but um, I didn't get to say too much on that. You didn't get to mess yourself. <laughs> hey, the the honest to honest to God truth is that uh, Jen really wouldn't have cared. Like, she would have been like, that's fucking weird, I don't like it, and then moved on. Which is, um, so I'm glad I didn't wind up being the one that had a lot of the diaper play, because Jen would have been less interesting. How do you feel about the ABDL content of Dread versus Fantasia's Gate? I want to address that, but I want to know if you had any. Um, my, my character, uh, the sissy was supposed to have been a bit of a sissy, uh, or at least that's what the uh, the facility was was going for. Um, didn't really come up. There was some character exposition at the beginning that I might have missed on that, but but it wasn't ever really relevant to uh, the story after that. So some of the questions are to give me fodder mm-hmm. to use in the game. Right. Some of the questions are to guide you in developing in the direction that I want you to develop. Mm -hmm. And some of the questions are for you to flesh out a character in a way that I won't necessarily expect. Like the Hmm. sister thing. Bingo. That gives you enough room to blossom in a way that I can't predict that isn't necessarily going to be used in the story, but helps you get into the shoes of your character. I I do admit, like, at the beginning of the story, I kind of was like, I want them all to freaking lose by the end. But mm-hmm. then, um, as we were playing, I'm like, no, we got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm really invested now. Like, we have to do this. Um, it was different because the story was different. And mm-hmm. I, I like that. It was, it was not so much the ABDL content was greater, but it was more story-centric. And um, I think in future games... This is more the route that we should take instead mm-hmm. of instead of being um, like a very normal world space with kink involved, such as with Mystery Mansion. This one is a very kink world with like more and casual stuff. I do have some plots in the air for when I inevitably run a uh, TCT um, in that kind of vein, actually. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, go ahead. I I thought the. Um, A lot of this is because Mystery Mansion was, or Fantasia's Gate, um, is is just a a much more complicated, longer term game. But Mm -hmm. but um, it the ABDL content seemed to be more uh, complicated in in that at least. Here it's we had a penalty at a few points where we needed to pull more Jenga blocks. But that's kind of that's what this game is. No matter what goes wrong, it's you need to pull more Jenga blocks. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't know if I'd play Dread again. I mean, maybe I'd play Dread again as, like, a person, but I don't know if I'd do another TCT with it. Really? Because um, I can think of a... I think it actually think really works for it. a ton of ways it, it would work, but I think we're too good at Jenga. Firstly, that's we are true. Too we are way Jenga. too good at Jenga. But uh, secondly, I think the, the suspense and just the 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 listenership i think this is going to make an amazing audio thing i think mm-hmm. everyone is going to be in suspense when when we're pulling jenga blocks so what if i mean you only use your off hand for pulling jenga blocks or we do some of the dungeon fighter modifiers <laughs> uh. 
Um, I I just I think that eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. You have to really feel it. You have to use the force. Personally, I'm Jenga dexterous, so that wouldn't be Jenga a problem dexterous. for me. I mean, I uh, I think that by doing this style again on TCT would almost um, be less interesting because of how unique this experience is. That's also, it was extremely unique, and uh, replicating it would take some of that specialness away. I guarantee, ABDL stuff aside, kink stuff aside, I think this is the only podcast that's ever just played a Jenga game. (laughs) For two and a half hours. Yeah. Hey, so I have a thought. I I love the simple rules and the questionnaires at the mm-hmm. start. I think that works really well. I also like the the Jenga challenge. Uh, I wonder if just because everyone's so good at Jenga, is there an alternate there are task? Several. Uh, hmm. There is the game Pick Up Sticks. The the where you like the game where you pick up sticks. It is, but. There's also the one, do you remember the classic game, Topple? Nope. nope. Yes, I do, where you put the little things on the thing. Yes. It, it, you have to keep it balanced. We can do it with Topple. That's interesting. So maybe we'll go that route. I think this is a, a bigger strategy thing, though. Like, I, I know that seems weird, but Jenga's like a... It's classic. It's, a it's timeless. <laughs> um, I think it would be fun with Topple. So, Sophie. Yeah. I would like you to read... This page. What is To the class. What is it? This is from my notes. Okay. Act one. Escaping the bond slash the helpless. Uh, Escaping the nursery and finding supplies. Hmm. Okay. Act two. Power restored. The gauntlet. I think I... No, you did that right. Okay. Uh, The breakdown and the guard. The breakdown was Faye. Yeah. And Act 3, Sleepy Time, which we subverted. The Gates of Hell <laughs> and the car. So we violated your car one. <laughs> so Other than that, that was that was a really good breakdown of uh, what was going to happen. Is I this just... like some uh, some hero's journey type stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the classic hero's journey classic... of escaping the nursery. Did we have a siren? Yeah, I, I listen. I, I think that the all music. heroes. No, it, the <gasps> music's the siren. Well, Bronny Brainwash was the siren. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, probably fair. That's true. I I can't believe you expected us to use a car. I really did. They I children. do you know no, how I small we were. Fully expected it to be. The trope of multiple kids working the yeah. car, one standing on the side <laughs> of the steering wheel. Would have been I, a lot of fun. Who, who among us would be able to hotwire a car? Enough poles, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, that's we were out of poles. I know. I'm, so, I'm a CEO, and not just that. I'm a CEO for a card game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can hot. It's not in my yeah. wheelhouse. So we three got of us escaped, an and it's interesting because I wonder if. Since um, since Taffy worked for the company at one point, if Taffy would try to find a way to get uh, Bella out afterward. Maybe. So, you tell me. Well, one, this leads me to another question. How did it feel 
to play a game set in the Dependent universe. I'm flattered. Listen. <laughs> I love that. I, I wrote the Dependent story, which is really short. It's like a 3K story or something. 3K words. Um, and it's just this little kind of snippet about... It's a bit about social commentary and um, the whole millennials are ruining the blank industry mm-hmm. and all that meme stuff and how older people pretty much blame young people for everything and they took it too far and basically made this uh, very dystopian society. but Which um, upset a lot of boomers. <laughs> a few older people who read it didn't like it, which is fair. Uh, but it's it's kind of this really creative but very short, simple world space that I made, and people fell in love with it. And um, I was prompted to do a, uh, a commission that Renee's I asked... Renee's Regression. Renee's Regression, and uh, I was... Uh, I said that I wanted to do it in the dependent universe as like an in in the facility story. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit longer. I don't remember how long. Um, and it kind of ran through a, a quick girl's time in the facility. It which sure is did. Very smutty and uh, it sure I'm was. Sure people like that. I um, really enjoyed it. And then Brilliant Bunny Brainwash was something that Pudding came up with to enhance it where like there's this little bunny that is hypnotic and they, they have like this bunny has like a cartoon that the dependents watch once they like leave the, the actual facility. It's also a stuffed animal. It's also the, the the big mecha bunnies is a new thing. That's new, but I love it. It's beautiful. Um, but it's this like little hypnotic bunny that basically keeps you in this constant state of, of regression. And um, it's just a really interesting world space. And then on top of the three stories we've written, we've written, I think, like six captions about it mostly starring kimmy (laughs) no that's not true mostly not starring me some i don't think i I don't think i was in any brilliant no you did a photo shoot yeah oh it was a whole photo shoot yeah oh yeah i did i was the Uh doctor who got regrets oh crap i forgot about that anyway long story short um too late. A three-part uh, photo shoot. It was. If I recall. It was the biggest one, and putting forbade me from ever doing anything like that again. It was, yeah, a lot of pictures. Um, but this thing that I've crafted is a very simple concept. Has <laughs> really come into its own bigger thing, and you <clears throat> took it and made it even bigger, and you added all these new elements that weren't in it to begin with. And unlike uh, other facility stories that we've written, like Mount Calabine and stuff like that from Audrey and Stacy, this one is designed to be escaped from. This is like, <laughs> that's that's half the fun is people breaking out or people uh-huh. breaking their regression or people snapping out of it. And you built it flawed. It's supposed to be flawed because that makes for better stories to write in the world. <clears throat> and I love this one. I think this is so creative. How did you feel? Being assaulted by your own universe. I mean, that's why I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've had a troubling realization. Yeah. Me taking the L in the beginning there and being a mush-tush by the the order of moves ensured my downfall. Really? I I saved three moves by doing that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The turn order... We would have been at the gates, the door where I sprinted through, 
Had I not, and I didn't have to do that, these two did because they were but soggy. Th- this is some butterfly effect type no, stuff. If the I, tower I had agree. been different, nope. we would have made different nope. moves. I agree. However, we're all so good at Jenga. We are I good I feel at like Jenga. this was inevitable. But how many pulls did you make to get the clean diaper? Uh, two? One oh, jump probably down. One, and then, one more and then than I necessary no, you made three. on the jump. Oh, so I just got negated? You Oh that's a shame. Well you had to get the diaper, but but jumping to get the diaper You were gonna have to jump down anyway. The same, I think yeah, that was that was probably anyway. a plus okay. one to get the diaper. Chloe and Sophie, I feel like y'all made most of the pulls. <laughs> like it was the the ratio was ridiculous. We're really active. I was making no pulls. We're, we're active role players. So not only that, but it got to the end where, like, I'd say, like, two-thirds of the way through. Man, I didn't make a single pull. I was terrified of that thing. I would deliberately be like, I'll go do... No, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. Plus, you know me when I play game stuff. I'm arrogant. I'm, yeah. I, I believe I'm unto a god. I, I'd see a piece and be like, no, I'm making the pull. And i just pull one off like it was nothing. Mm. And that's... How that, that arrogance of, pay off? Uh, almost really, really good. Yeah. When it sort of switched from uh, collaborative to uh, competitive, I started going for it on the polls, too. I, mm-hmm. I was trying to get more of them. You were trying to, to take the easy ones to poke Exactly. Them. It was such a stressful game. It was a lot of fun, though. Okay, any more questions? Yes! I actually want to go around the table, okay. starting with Casa. And what was your favorite moment of the game? Probably when uh, Bella and I were ganging up on Stocky. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a moment. That's uh, no, okay. In in particular, the uh, the headphones. Man, okay. that was so good to yeah. the bidding. What about you, Clobel? Um, I think it was incredibly blushy having to choose: do I spend a a pull to get down off the the playpen side, or just fall into a horrible situation? Uh, that kind of choice really like set the tone for the game. And I like that. We can confirm it was incredibly blushy. Yes. <laughs> anyway. You turned red. You're so red. My biggest regret is I had originally intended for eating and drinking and bodily functions to be more of a focus, but the pacing of the game yeah. was so intense mm-hmm. that I didn't leave myself enough room to do that. I really wanted to make one of y'all mess yourselves. snack break, that would have been too much. Yep. It would have slowed things down just too much. I'm surprised you did, like, another tier after, like, soaked instead of, like, just having the... I, I thought, thought, that I thought it was going to go soaked yeah. to mess. Yeah, I thought about it. It's really gaming abstraction. Or, yeah, yeah, it's not realism. Y'all told me how many liters a diaper can hold. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd go from soaked to leaking and... Maybe leaving evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, I didn't want it to feel punitive. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, my favorite moment was definitely dunking on Bella. Uh, (laughs) She tries to push me in, and I just say, no, but good try, though. It was such a fucking burn. Your line was amazing. (laughs) You're like, you're like... This is why I sent you here. You never get anything done. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. That felt so good. That was such a sick burn. Um, my favorite part, I think, is sort of my own dichotomy because it got to the point where we had to choose whether or not to go back to the memory stuff. 
And the obvious choice is to just keep going because we could have yeah. escaped. All of us could have escaped, by the way, because that whole thing wasted so many of our, our Jenga actions. Mm -hmm. But in character, I had to. It was like it was like the whole thing about her identity is that like she she's really upset that she doesn't have these memories of her sister. And um, having to make that call, even though as a gamer, I'm like, this is such the wrong thing to do. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool to beat that into my character. Well, thank you all for playing. I had a lot of fun. Thank like, you. this was just kind of a lark. I pitched this, what, this afternoon? Yeah, you did. And yeah. then wrote it while we were while hanging out. While we were out. fixing the boat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, a, I had a blast. And it's made however many weeks of content that I cut this into. <laughs> Good job, future Chloe. You've given me an obligation, Kimmy. You're welcome. <laughs> but no, thank you for running it. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Microscope. And I actually, do you remember when we played Fiasco? That one? That, oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to do an ABDL Fiasco. That'd be such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Just such a mess. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you could share the uh, Changing Tabletop channel or mm -hmm. the Usual Bet channel or Patreon or any of our writing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. that'd be wonderful. Um, shill our Patreon at, of course, patreon.com slash Pudding. Where? Patreon.com slash Pudding. <laughs> um, if you're not already in the chat, come join us. Yeah, we have a great Discord. Uh, is that it? Is that all our things yeah. that we do that we say? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. We everyone, say goodbye. The now. Twitters and the good stuff. night. Uh, they already know. They already. know. Okay. Oh, send any feedback or comments to the usual mailbox at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's, that's cool. our email. Yep. Yeah. All right. Everyone, say bye. 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 Go to bed. Good night. <laughs>